Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast, a podcast for healthcare professionals who want to build a profitable writing business. I'm Janine Kalbach, your host, and I am a mom to two boys. I'm a wife, a great Dane lover, a registered nurse, and a content writing business owner. I am committed to help you moving your business forward because I've been there. I get it. I understand that life is busy and distracting but many of us are burnt out at the bedside working too many hours and are ready for a change. Every week I will deliver actionable advice and thought leaders in the industry to help you move along in your business. Welcome to the show. This episode is brought to you by my very own course, Plan, Create, Launch, Land, and Grow Your Health Writing Business. Inside this course, you will find the complete roadmap from knowing nothing about freelance writing to launching your very own profitable health writing business. With 45 plus lessons and an opportunity to earn CEUs, why wouldn't you try it out to escape that bedside burnout? If you want to start a new PRN job instead of picking up more and more hours extra at the bedside job, join me and plenty of other nurses by going to www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com and click on courses. Back to the show. Welcome, Savvy Scribes. Today, it is just me, Janine Kalbach, recording an episode. No guests today. But today, we are live in the Facebook group. So you guys might hear me go back and forth between Facebook Live and you know, recording this podcast. So today's a pretty powerful episode. It's all about the power of habit and atomic habit books. If you haven't read either of those books, they are amazing. The power of habit and atomic habits. I will have them in the show notes, but what really talked to me in those books? And I read them almost back to back. Um, and when I say read, I say audiobook because that's the best way I get my reading done anymore is a lot of audiobooks and they're also played very fast as long as all my podcasts they're also played very fast and if you hear me I always talk very fast so even when I listen to my own podcast I sound like because I'm talking so fast all the time I just must be a fast thinker but sometimes that's why I think my words don't always come out right because I'm thinking 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 and then the words are coming but that being said those two books, The Power of Habit and Atomic Habits, are amazing, you guys. And I'm going to talk about like summaries of the books a little bit and some takeaways I got and how to incorporate it into writing, because I think it's very important to obviously translate this into our writing businesses. Um, first off, let's talk about the habit loop, like what it is and then we'll talk about how we conquer it, right? How to um, get rid of those bad habits, try to instill some good habits. So I used to be a person that was always like goals, goals, goals. And I still am. I'm like, I, I love goals, right? But what I'm realizing is it's not goals that move my business. It's the habits I have in place to move my business. We can all have the same goals, 
but that doesn't mean we're doing the work to get to them. And doing the work is based upon habits. If you make habits, you're going to move forward. It's just a state of mind that you need to think about. So first things first, in these books, they talk about the habit loop. So it's easy for me to think of bad habits, maybe because, you know, they're easy to think of when you're always having bad habits or things, right? <laughs> so first things first is the cue. And a cue is something that cues you to do it. So think about any sense that you have and a bad habit that you have. And we'll, well, I'll give you an example here in a minute. Let's go through the loop. So first cue. The second is the craving, like what you're feeling, you know, why you want to do it. Response is how you feel after the cue. And the reward is increase or decrease the, pl the pleasant or unpleasant sensation or the emotion of it. Now, that being said, let's talk about a bad habit. And let me back up just a little bit, that the brain only sees the cue and the reward. So if you are craving something, that's fine. But the cue before the craving is what matters. So if you have a cue to check your social media when you're supposed to be doing something else, right? We all probably fall into this loop, habit loop of, of social media because it's easy, right? And what it, why it's easy is the cue. The cue with social media is usually a notification, right? And when we have a cue, we're responding to something because we're craving the knowledge behind it. So our phone buzzes, we're going to grab it and look at it. That's the only reason. We want to see what it is. We want the knowledge behind it. It's it's creating some sort of like response in us that we are craving the knowledge and now we know what that knowledge is. And the next thing is reward. The reward behind it is now we feel fulfilled or whatever that is. But what happens if we want to break that habit? It's hard, right? There's notifications going off everywhere. Do you just shut off the notification? Well, you could, but I don't know about you. <laughs> I kind of go around it, right? I, I'll shut it off on my phone. Well, I'll put my phone in the other room. Well, I have a MacBook that shows my notifications right across the screen. I have an iPad that I do all my notes on. There, the notification comes across there too. So how do you stop this? How do you stop these bad habits? And you guys, you can just put this in place with biting your nails or, you know, any bad habit that you have, eating junk food. But I want to put it into perspective of the writer because that's what you guys are. And that's, that's I think, the most relevant piece here, right? So how do we break this habit, right? So we need to start working on our client work. We can't be checking social media all the time just because Uncle Joe posted something that about a picture we just posted yesterday, right? Uncle Joe doesn't matter right now because we need our client work done. But it's too hard because Uncle Joe keeps chiming in and then Aunt Mary starts talking and then your cousin starts talking. So now you want in on it, but you have this client work to do. So you need to make it as easy as possible to get away from this. So if you start identifying the cue, right? Is it the phone sitting there? Like get it away. That's an easy thing to do. Just, just put it somewhere else. Okay, but now it's on the computer. So, okay, shut off the notifications. But really look back a little bit. 
why are you not doing that client work? Is it because of the social media or is it because it's the worst time of day to be working on client work? I'll tell you, it is one o'clock in the afternoon here right now. I am not working on client work. I am starting you know, to come down from lunchtime. My energy levels are a little bit lower. I might go out for a walk and I'm starting to do my social media stuff now, my email and stuff now, because that's the way I need to process things because my brain power is not here right now. And that might be what you need to do to change this habit loop. So what you can do is start rehearsing this. Start putting your phone somewhere else Start working on your client work and, and give yourself some timeline maybe. Maybe do like 25 minutes. Oh, I'm going to do my client work for 25 minutes without checking my social media. And I know that sounds really stupid, you guys. Like, why can't we just leave it alone, right? But maybe put it in, in with everything. Maybe you're really dreading this client work and that's why you're not doing it. Maybe it's not just the, just the distraction of the phone because maybe you're not just using the distraction of the phone. Now maybe you're like, oh, I'm going to go get the mail. And you take like an extra walk to go get the mail. You're avoiding it. So how can we replace this? Look at the time of day. Really see when your energy levels are up. Now the other thing you can do is treat yourself, right? Everybody loves a reward. I'm not saying anytime you do client work, you should eat something. You know, that's not good if you have a lot of clients, right? <laughs> but what I am saying is if you start to get up earlier, maybe, because that is your best time to do your client work and you're not looking at your phone then, maybe you didn't look at it all morning and all you got was client work done, not even just 25 minutes. Maybe you, you did even longer than that. Awesome. Reward yourself. Go get a Starbucks coffee. Go make your own at-home latte. Do something cool like that, like not every single time, but something little just to say, good job, because nobody's sitting in your home office and saying, oh, good job, you did your client work, right? <laughs> it's on you. And that's the hardest thing. There's no boss. You are your boss. Well, your clients are boss, but you know what I mean by that. No one's telling you you have to do it. So reward yourself. The next thing you can do is write it down. Write down what you're going to do different. Don't just say, I'm going to get up earlier. I'm going to get up earlier. Or I'm going to put my phone in the other room. No, maybe say, I'm not going to have any distractions. Write this down. I'm not going to have any distractions for 25-minute blocks of time four times a day. Something like that. And plug in those four times a day and do it. And start to rehearse that. See how it feels. Maybe it's too much. Maybe it's too little. You need to make it easy. Track it for 30 days. I know 30 days seems like a long time, but you guys, it's July. It's not a long time. <laughs> Blink and 2020 went by, right? So the first thing you can do also is write down your habits that you already have. Like I'm going to give you guys a few minutes. Um, I don't see many of you on in the Facebook group, but a few of you are here and that's cool. But take a couple minutes, and those of you on the podcast, you can press pause. I'm not going to give you a big, long time frame here, but press pause and write down all the habits you have. I want you to start with waking up in the morning. <laughs> all right? I'm going to give you two minutes, and I'm going to come right back. Let me set my timer. Two minutes. Ready? Set. Two minutes are up already. 
Did that go fast or what? Just think about that 30-day tracker, how fast that will go for you. <laughs> All right, guys. So a couple of them that I wrote down is wake up, check my phone, go to the bathroom, make coffee, feed my cats, empty the dishwasher, and my list goes on and on and on. So whatever those habits you just did, I want you to now take a minute, just one minute, and go through that list and put pluses or minuses. Plus is good habits, and the minus is bad habits. All right, your minute is up. So now that you have a list of your habits, good and bad, you can start making these better or worse habits, you know, whatever your, your goal is with them. And what I want you to start practicing is something called habit stacking. And this is from James Clear's book, The Atomic Habits. What you can do in habit stacking is it's like, a, it's very simple. It's like when I take off my shoes, I then hang up my coat. Like you're telling yourself you're doing these things. Like it, it might already be something you're automatically doing. The other thing, like one of my habits in here is prep dinner, like in the morning. When I empty the dishwasher, then I automatically go to the freezer and pull something out for dinner. I already know this because I have menu plan, right? I, I have my ideas for the week. But one of the examples is when I wake up, I will not look at my phone until I write for 15 minutes or work out, whatever that might be in your plan. So I hope this is a little bit helpful, right? It's a little bit helpful to start taking your habits and really start seeing where you can tweak them a little bit, find those you know happy hours in the day to really shine the best you can in whatever good habit you're starting to, to do. Um, but what about if you need to change a habit, right? What if you need to change a habit? For example, you need to start getting up earlier because you know that you, before your kids wake up or something, you're going to get in a lot of work or at least 30 minutes of work before your child gets up in the morning. Many people are like, I don't like to get up early, Janine. Don't make me get up early. I am not an early bird. But what if you start experimenting with some rewards? What if you get up early and you start making your favorite coffee? What if you promise yourself you're going to take a nap later? You might not even take a nap. You might feel good. Understand the cue behind that. Why are you sleeping in? Are you going to bed too late? Why are you going to bed too late? Are you watching nonsense Netflix like over and over? Like, what's the reason? Can't you just give yourself a bedtime? You could. You're an adult. <laughs> and it's time to change that. So think about those good habits you want to start. And how you can start putting those into your day. I look forward to hearing your guys' conversation over in the Savvy Scribe Collective to really see what habits you want to start doing. Because truly, you guys, I know there's one thing in your life, personal or work, that you want to start doing and or not doing. And I want to hear about it. So how can we help each other? How can we keep each other accountable in this? We'll talk soon. Have a great day. This star review comes from MJLM, and you are the star listener today because you wrote, 
solid information for the nurse writer. Value in every episode. And then a ton of emojis that I love. So thank you so much. If you guys want to, your name mentioned as a star listener, come on over to the podcast app and leave me a five-star review. Not only do the reviews help my ego, right? <laughs> but it really does help other nurses find the show and able to help them leave the bedside or stay part-time and enjoy their writing That's career. a wrap for today's Thanks episode so much. of the Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.